Hello humans, welcome to the Slackline Quote of the Day broadcast. Uh, you are listening to The Boss. The Boss is coming! That's a made-up dumb fairy tale name, you And uh, we are coming at you from Vancouver, Canada. Uh, it is a cloudy, crappy, windy, rainy day here, uh, as it tends to be throughout the winter, but, uh, but we're making our way through it. The coffee's hot, the weed is burning, and uh, and we are chatting some quotes, uh, some interesting things we hear. Uh, I've got a lot of things that have been uh, ripping around through my mind over the last couple of days. <laughs> Not really sure where to where to direct it actually, uh, but uh, so I found a a quote today that kind of hit me a little bit. Uh, so uh, we'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, Greg, who's our sponsor today? I'll take a look at uh, what my paper says here. Uh, extra black, black hair dye. That is black. Specially formulated to mimic the true sorrow you've never known. Uh, that is extra black, black hair dye. That is black. Uh, if you've never had true sorrow and uh, and think you might like to know the feeling, uh, try extra black, black hair dye. That is black. All right. That is our sponsor today bringing us our quote. Coming at us from a Roman philosopher, politician, poet, uh, I guess, I mean, they were all that. If you weren't a slave in Rome, then you were a poet, politician, and philosopher. But uh, yeah, that is uh, the quote from uh, Seneca uh, is, to be always fortunate and to pass through life with a soul that has never known sorrow is to be ignorant of one half of nature. That again is from uh, Seneca, uh, a Roman philosopher, poet, uh, teacher, whatever. All those things that all those uh, all those famous Romans that we all know were. Uh, yeah, so that uh, that quote it, it sticks out to me. Uh, it's something I think about quite a bit because uh, I mean personally, I come from from a very fortunate position in life, uh, just by being a white person living in Canada. Uh, you're already basically uh, excluded from most injustices and sorrows of the world right there. Um, you know, I grew up in relative wealth, uh, you know, healthy, uh, always, you know, did pretty decently in school without uh, a lot of trouble. Kind of just rolled from high school into university and then into uh, a decent job that was relatively, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was relatively easy and and kind of, made my way through that for a little while before I, I kind of got sick of it. And I think one of the things that I got sick of was just the fact that, you know, there was nothing really challenging. There was nothing challenging along the way in my life, you know, um, especially when uh, you compare it to not even just people around me, but people that, you know, live in different places and, and have to deal with true injustices like war and hunger and, um, you know, all that type of brutal things that uh numerous things that i i can't even mention so those are things i've never really experienced and so 
it, it's hard to say that anybody that hasn't experienced something like even like death of a family member or something which I, I i haven't i mean i've had grandparents pass and 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 people that are close to other people that i know pass but nothing that has really been um uh like really hit me very hard and so when i think about something like sorrow or true sorrow i, I you know i'm kind of left with almost a guilt of never having actually you know had much resistance in my life uh even even in a minor way like as something i've experienced things like uh you know heartbreak and and loss of of friends and those types of things which which i mean they are painful i have experienced a separated family um and, and all the the drama and issues that come along with that um fragmented you know relationships that way but like as far as true even sorrow or like <sighs> sorrow is an interesting is an interesting word because um i mean i'm kind of talking more like desperation and rough living conditions but those don't necessarily align with sorrow um you know there's not necessarily a correlation there uh between happiness and financial stability but i mean those are the only terms that somebody like me can put it in because honestly those are kind of the well it's not the only thing that can really hit me but i don't know yeah like i've ex like i said i've experienced things like heartbreak and family separation but i wouldn't really say i've experienced like true failure of course like i've made mistakes and and things won't, don't always work out and, and and you know just like anybody else that's not really what i'm getting at i mean like um part of me has this feeling that i've never really given myself like a hundred percent effort into anything and uh and if you don't do that then you then i don't think you can experience like the true disappointment of what that failure would have been nor can you experience the true like elation of of success because neither was really truly like earned so disappointment in that scenario becomes like it comes not from failure but from like the regret of not trying harder not that so like it's not this true sorrow of like oh my they didn't like my idea or whatever it's the true it's the sorrow of why didn't i i take that extra step or or work that extra you know hours or or, or whatever um when i could have and and maybe it would have made a difference those types of things and and the elation from from success of something is kind of always bittersweet because like you can always wonder what would have happened how, how would it have gone with a step further you know um you would have always been you, you're always left with this feeling of it not being as good as it could have um and and again if you don't give yourself 100 percent to it then you'll never you can never just kind of like sit back and and go like yep well that was all i could have done you know and uh and gave it my best shot or whatever and like only if you if you really do that can you really feel the the true kind of pain of of not getting something done and that doesn't necessarily just apply to work it can apply to uh anything in your life you know if you never give yourself 100 percent to like a relationship then you can never really say if you've had failed or or successful relationships you know depending on what you want from them 
Um, you know, if you never actually speak your mind completely about something, then you never know what the truth in, in somebody's answer is to you. Like I know, like, like I said, one of my only kind of sorrows is from, is from heartbreak. But again, like that heartbreak comes from, uh, more that I didn't, that I didn't apply myself better as a companion, uh, than it does from, you know, not having that person around, you know? Um, because, because you live with, you know, guilt of not trying hard enough versus guilt of no guilt. You can't, you don't have guilt if, if you did, you know, kind of give everything you had to something again, whether that's relationship or work, you can't have guilt, right? Guilt is kind of a, it's, it's a leftover, uh, it's a leftover feeling, of knowing that you did something wrong or uh like knowing that you knowingly did something wrong i think like i don't think there's ever really guilt left over from from any situation that was a mistake an honest mistake even when people you know get really angry at you for for a mistake it's hard to feel guilty for something that you've honestly uh that you've honestly done by accident but when you've knowingly, uh, you know, done something to hurt somebody or when you've knowingly not completely applied yourself to something or when you've knowingly let yourself, uh, let yourself slide into, uh, you know, a, a bad mindset or you make decisions that at the time you, you know that they are, are the wrong ones and then they do end up, you know, uh, causing you pain or causing other people pain, causing the breakup of a re- relationship or the failure of a project or something, whatever. Um, you know, that's when guilt happens. And so, uh, you know, you can't necessarily avoid guilt because sometimes you have to make decisions that are better for yourself. But um, here I am rambling on about, you know, heartbreak um, as as it relates to sorrow. Uh, because that's my only reference to it, uh, but it's all it's all relative, right? Like somebody could listen and go, like, "What the fuck?" Like that's that's the only sorrow you've ever really had is the breakdown of a relationship. Like that's pretty that's pretty weak, and like I kind of agree. <laughs> and um, I mean, part of me lives with a little bit of almost like um, class guilt or fortune guilt, uh, you know. Or just kind of a need to uh, to not feel safe, you know, in uh, to not just make the safe decisions because that's kind of what I've been doing as far as, like I said, going from from school to school to work and and um, you know, I took a big leap to to get away from that, but um, you know, even within that, there's still there's still mechanisms of of taking the safe road where, you know, a stable environment can be provided for relatively low risk. Uh, and, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, personally, I guess it's just not something that, that interests me. And, um, I think that part of that comes from, uh, you know, this type of quote where I kind of lived that life for my whole, you know, youth, uh, you know, living, fortunate and living without sorrow uh because even then my sorrows were oh this girl at high school doesn't like me versus 
um, you know, you know, have abusive family or something like that, like, you know, whatever, any number one of unnameable, horrible things that a bunch of other children and, and people grow up with that I didn't have to experience. And so not that I'm seeking out things like that, but just, uh, just trying to challenge myself, I guess, versus, um, versus taking what I would deem to be, you know, an efficient or economical road of, of providing a stable life and, and all that type of thing. And because, you know, I'm kind of a firm believer that you don't really, you don't really change things. You don't really become a force if you, if you just follow that kind of easy way. I mean, that's just, it's just, um, I don't know, physics, (laughs) that's probably wrong, but, um, yeah. And I think it kind of, it, it extrapolates to, uh, to people that are kind of at the very top. Um, you know, we've had a lot of problems with, with the royalty of, of politicians and that type of thing. Um, and, and people that come from very, very privileged backgrounds. Um, you know, I come from that and I'm thankful to have parents that, that treated us like, you know, we had to earn things for ourselves. Um, even when we were kind of grown up in around, uh, you know, a lot of people that were kind of just handed things. And, um, you know, we were handed a lot of things too. Like, I'm not going to say we weren't, you know, uh, like I said, school and all that stuff, it was paid for by my, um, by my hardworking parents. And, and that's, uh, that's something that not everybody gets. And I recognize that. And that's part of, uh, part of my drive to succeed in a way that, um, you know, honors that in an, in an odd way of just kind of going off and in an unknown direction and seeing what happens, I guess. Um, and it also, yeah, you know, it plays into people kind of, uh, kind of at the higher level who are like the very, very high level who, you know, just have lost perspective on what it is to, to live as like a, as like a normal person. And, uh, and I kind of think that grows like as you, as you, as you go up, you know, as you, reach these different levels of, of comfort in your life, uh, you start to kind of apply those comforts to everybody else. And especially if you've grown up in that and haven't really ever known anything different, it can be really easy to think that, that that's just how everybody gets along. And, uh, and you, you lose the perspective that some people struggle with a lot of different things. And that is not just, that's not just financial security. That's, you know, um, emotional security, uh, personal security, uh, mental security, like kind of happens like as you, as you go up, right? Like as you collect more, as your life becomes more, uh, yeah, into different levels of comfort, you know, all of a sudden you have this and now you have this and, and, uh, then your kids have this and now your kids have this and now your grandparents and now your grandkids have this and now your grandkids have this and, and you are constantly kind of in the middle of the road but you're not, you know, you've, you've surpassed a lot of people, uh, and, and it gets perspectives warped, you know, and it grows more warped perspectives when, uh, when, when people don't, you know, kind of teach that type of proper, proper perspective to their, to their kids, you end up with, you know, people like President Trump and, you know, many other, uh, many other, like, megalomaniacs who have grown up with, uh, 
with just a warped perspective on what life should be and what they're owed or entitled to or um you know even what their own flaws are because nobody's ever told them that they have them so um yeah that uh i guess that could do it for today um we'll wrap her up here and we'll bring it back with our sponsor thank you very much to extra black black hair dye that is black especially formulated to mimic the true sorrow you've never known if you've never experienced uh any sort of sadness in your life try extra black black hair dye that is black uh and it will it will give you that sadness you've never felt before uh that quote again is from roman philosopher seneca to be always fortunate and to pass through life with a soul that has never known sorrow is to be ignorant of one half of nature. And uh, thank you very much again to the Crooked Spies for lending their tunes to us. Make sure to check out Instagram at the.slack.line, YouTube at the Slackline Podcast, Twitter at Slackline underscore radio. Uh, you've been listening to The Boss. The Boss is coming! made up dumb fairy tale name, you this is the Slack Line for the day. Thank you very much for listening and bye for now. It's getting so deep, it's over my head. Oh, high tide, oh.